six sides of school I fat in no for today I hit the radio dial and turn it up all the way I play Hey everybody and welcome back to the UK Hockey Fan Podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm Finn. And we're back with another bumper episode. We haven't been on for a couple of weeks um, because we've just been busy playing hockey ourselves. Uh, Finn's team doing great. My team uh, getting going. Uh, loads happening around the hockey scene. Um, men's hockey, women's hockey, UK hockey, NHL, OHL, all over the shop. So there's loads to talk about tonight. I'm really excited. I am too, and uh, today is a big day in the NHL world, seeing it's uh, the trade deadline. So you've got all the last-minute things coming through, so we've had some big trades already, which we'll talk about later. That's absolutely right. So we're sitting here watching all the news come floating in, and of course we're here in the UK, uh, plenty of hours, uh, what is it, ahead of um, North America where the trades are happening. So they've just been sort of fl- uh, flooding in over the past couple hours. A couple big ones I've seen there. Um, it, to name a couple, uh, who do we uh, Leafs re- we regain somebody? I'm just jumping on that one quick. Well, we didn't Rosen. Re- we we didn't regain, but yeah, but he got he got traded back. So we traded him um, a while ago to Colorado. Yeah, and we got him back for Michael Hutchinson. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So he's meant to be a really good defenseman. I think I believe he's a defenseman. Yeah, and and that's a strange one with Hutch because um, we really liked Hutch, uh, and obviously he was in um, on the Marlies, called up to the Leafs, and then never really went back down to the Marlies. So he's gone straight out the club now. But listen, we'll pick up more on trades in a minute. Uh, I'm drinking a brand new beer, which is quite exciting for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what new, new brewery here. It's a weird shout out for us because um, it's usually everything hockey related. But uh, we, where we live locally in the UK, uh, a new little microbrewery has opened up here called Elements Brewery um, near us in, uh, in Oxford, here in Oxfordshire in England. And um, they've got a couple brand new beauties out. Uh, it's a lovely IPA I'm having here, so uh, my golden tones delivered to you by Elements Brewery this evening. Um, now, probably one of the biggest stories that's happened is one that's happened most recently, and um, maybe it's, it's kind of a cool story, and maybe we should kick off with that. I normally blabber on about something that's happened, happened in uh, my hockey past, but this is a cool story, right? Uh, the story of the emergency goalie. Yeah, this was really cool. Both annoying and cool, but... Mainly cool. <laughs> so the dude's name is David Ayers. Ayers. And um, Dave Ayers, he... So lo, if you're into hockey, you've already heard all about this. But I just want to go over a couple of the really interesting things about this. So Dave Ayers played... Uh, he was a goalie. He was an he, he was an aspiring goaltender. And he, he had aspirations to make it to the NHL. He played some pretty solid uh, junior hockey. Uh, and then I think about 15 years ago... He had to have a uh, kidney transplant. Okay. And so that basically ended his... Um, I mean, as you can imagine, if it comes up in your life that you need a kidney transplant and you're an athlete, that's pretty much going to blow a big hole in your uh, aspirations. And which it did. So it didn't end his career, but it certainly derailed him for long enough that uh, his, his um, hopes and dreams of making it into the show sort of disappeared. So that was 15 years ago, but he doesn't leave the sport. He carries on. He's a minor league hockey coach, this guy, 
and um, he uh, also works as a, he's one of the operations manager around the um, Maple Leafs um, larger organization. And so he's in charge of one of the rinks, I think. And he's also the Zamboni driver, which is the, the, the um, thing that everybody's heard about the most. He's a Zamboni driver for the Marlies. Um, but what people didn't uh, realize was that um, he also is a tra- what they call a training goalie for both the Marlies and the Leafs. So as you can imagine, um, when they have their various in their training routine, when you see a, a professional sports team play like uh, the Leafs or someone like that, they don't train in the same way that your team might, Finn, or, or my team, and it's just everybody on the ice and let's all just run drills and maybe run a bit of a scrimmage. They'll sometimes train in teams, they'll some t- in sub-teams, and they'll train on different days and that sort of thing. And they'll, they always need a couple extra goalies, more than the two they've got on the roster or whatever. Yep. So there's a couple guys that will always stand in just to be you know, a human being in the pipes. And you've got to know how to play. Um, but you know they're fill they're sort of fill in guys, and so if you're one of these fill in guys, the um, there's this whole thing about being an emergency goalie. Finn, do you want do you know? Can you explain that how the whole emergency goalie thing works? I think that there's always a spare go- that the emergency goalie is always at the game, and he is available to either team where the, where their one of their goalies is out, so he'll sit on the bench as the backup. Or he, if they lose both goalies, then he will play for the team that lost both goalies. Yeah, so I think, I don't know if they actually, how often they make it onto the bench as a backup goalie, whether they would bother about that. But yeah, that's essentially the thing. So the point of the matter is, is that every single game, every NHL game that's played, whoever the home team is, have to uh, have an emergency goalie. They provide an emergency goalie who's on standby at the rink for that game in the event that either team... Uh, runs out of goalies through injury or whatever happens, right? And so this almost never happens. Um, it almost never happens that your first, your starter goalie has to come off for whatever reason. So that's what your backup's there for. You throw your backup on, and then something happens to him too, so you've got no goalies left. Almost never happens. Really rare thing, right? Um, goalies are swapped all the time, so a coach can pull uh, pull his goal, swap his goalie around if he thinks the guy that's in there isn't having a good night or whatever. He'll pull him off and put the backup on. So in that situation, if the backup guy got injured, you can just chuck your other goalie back out there again. You never really run out of goalies. Yeah. Every once in a while it happens though, and it happened um, just this past weekend uh, at uh, Scotiabank. Uh, so coming back to this guy Dave Ayers, he's he's on uh, he's on standby. He's the emergency goalie, and he and he always has been and whatnot. And so as luck would have it, you know, his dream, of course, would be if it was ever gonna happen, if he was ever gonna come in as the emergency goalie. Of course, he wants to come in as the Leafs goalie. Yeah. But in this scenario, it doesn't happen at all. So we're playing against I can't even remember who we're playing. Carolina. Oh, Carolina. Sorry, yeah, playing against the Canes. Of course, everybody's seen the shirts all over the place. I want to get one of those shirts. Um, <laughs> the Ayers ones. Yeah. And uh, playing against the Canes, in goal, starting goalie is um, ex-Leafer Reimer, I think. James Reimer. Reimer was in goal, and uh, early on, I think in the first period, he gets uh, mowed down by uh, Tavares, I think is what happened. No, so, no, Hyman was battling with one of the guys in front of the net and uh, pushed the defender on top of Reimer into uh, the goal. Uh, okay, all right. So that glitched out, Reimer comes out the game injured into the, into the dressing room, he's done. Uh, backup goalie? Uh, the backup goalie was uh, Peter Mrazek. Okay, Mrazek comes in, and he gets steamrolled by Tavares. Is that 
No, one of them did. I thought for sure. Not not by not not by, not by Tavares. Oh right, what happened? Uh, what happened? So the puck goes into the into the um into the cane uh, zone. Yep. And Kyle Clifford, the new guy, so we'll talk about this trade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he uh, goes in to get it because there's, uh, and he's really, really quick as well. Yeah. And he speeds through the defenders, so yep. the goalie comes up to try and get it. Yep. And as they go in, he's not looking at the goalie; he's looking straight at the puck and where he's going. Yeah. And he just smashes right into the goalie. And who's that? Who who did the smashing? Kyle Clifford. Okay. All right. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking it was Tavares. Anyway, um, so second goalie out. And uh, and literally, so if you if you've been to a live uh, NHL game, you know that um, there's these weird breaks when you're watching the game live because, of course, it's televised and on TV, it's gone to a commercial break or whatever, and that can last five ten minutes or whatever. So at the at the rink, um, the live action during that time is usually actually people come out with shovels and and take a bit. They, you know, they don't have time to do a proper zamboni scrape, so people will come out and take a bit of the top. Um, snow off with shovels or whatever else and that's filler that you see when it's you're at the live game so when this all happened as soon as uh, that goalie went down injured and uh, and the trainer would have had to come out to see how he was or whatever at that second someone sent a text to Dave Ayers who's the emergency goalie he's not in his kit at this point no and uh, and so in the time that it takes to assess the injury get that, that second goaltender off the ice and go to commercial break and whatever else they did, Dave Ayers gets completely kitted up in his goalie kit and skates out on the ice for the Canes as their emergency yeah. goalie. Yeah. And so the last time he's played goal was, as we were talking about, is a trainer, a practice goalie for the Marlies and the Leafs. He hasn't played a, a proper competitive game. I think they said in like ten years or something like that. I don't know. I could I could be wrong. On I that. think it's five years. It's not. Yeah, it's been a while though. Yeah, and he certainly never played in the NHL. No, no, no. Yeah. And so in that span of like five to ten minutes, and I mean, I don't know what it's like in your dressing room with your team, dude, but I mean, for uh, for any team I played on, a goalie does not get dressed in ten minutes. No, it takes a while. Uh, especially not With a goalie who's literally shitting themselves because they're about, <laughs> they're about to, play to play in the, the NHL. NHL. Dude gets all his kit on and comes out into the pipes, and uh, you know all the guys congratulate him. And uh, and his his famous quote is: He said one of the guys on the Canes team came up to him and just said, "Listen, we don't care if you let in ten goals, mate. We're just happy that you're here. Just chill and do your best." And he said that that really calmed him down a lot. So uh, not not that calm though. Because the very first shot, that he, that the very first shot he faces goes straight in. I mean, of all teams to face, I really would not want to face the Maple Leafs offense. It's a team you know, right? And you see these guys, and you've practiced with these guys. You're staring down the barrel of Tavares and Matthews and all these guys, and you're thinking, oh my god, they're going to make me look like a fool here. Exactly. So, first shot he faces, straight in, boom. Uh, increases the Canes' lead. I think they're up 3-1 at that stage or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Uh and uh, the very next shot he faces also goes straight in. Yeah. <laughs> so he's zero for two in, in the first two shots. He lets both of them in. And uh, everybody, including the crowd and everyone watching at home and anything like that, is like, oh, God, here we go, kind of thing. You know, he's going to sieve right up. <laughs> Easy win. So he somehow manages, and we should have said that this happened in the uh, in the second period. And so yeah. he, he came in as the emergency goalie within the second period. He somehow manages to get himself out of that period and gets back to the dressing room. And uh, and everybody must have just been thinking, God, we've just got to, you know, we've got to keep them from shooting at all here. 
And uh, good old Dave Ayer says, hey, guys, I got you here. Don't worry. I'll be settled down in the third period. Everything will be fine. And, uh, you know, I just can't even imagine him saying that. He must have been so... I would have been just beside myself with nerves and everything else. Especially just being in the dressing room with those guys. Yeah. You know? So he's sitting in there in his Canes outfit. They gave him the number 90. And, uh, and he comes out or he comes in the dressing room. He's like, don't worry, boys. I got this. <laughs> I think just let in two goals. <laughs> So anyway, he goes back out for the third period and faces some proper badass shots from the likes of Tavares and Matthews. I think Matthews had two pops at it. And he saves every one of them. He has a shutout third period, didn't he? Uh, yep. The the important thing is, is the dude records the win. Exactly. And First so, ever game. That's it. It's an amazing, amazing story. The emergency goalie, Dave Ayers, never happened before. And so I just read on Instagram, just as we were coming on, that uh, his stick has already been taken and uh, it's being put into the Hockey Hall of Fame because he now holds two records. Uh, the first record is he is the first emergency goalie in the NHL history to record a win. We no, remember no. Scott Foster. He didn't. He didn't record s- a win. He lost. They, they lost. Did they? Pretty sure they lost. I'm googling this. Google it up. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that Foster guy who is the big emergency goalie story of last year. Um, and he's also the oldest goaltender to record a win on his debut in the NHL uh, because he's 42 years old, which was the other amazing part of that story. So I've neglected to mention that obviously he lost sort of like 15 years in his career there. He's the guy, dude's now in his 40s, uh, and his debut game, he's 42 years old. Uh, how's it going on the Scott Foster thing there? No, they won. Oh, did they win? They won 6-2. How does that... So... How does that? I'm gonna. We're gonna have to look it up. I mean, again. He, he was only in well, for I'm a very look, small portion of the third period. I'm gonna look it up again, um, and maybe we'll come back on maybe, that maybe, after, maybe, after we have Cliff. Be sure it's the. Um, it could be the win in the, uh, when after playing the majority of a game, maybe. Uh, it's something something like that, or maybe you can't consider it your win unless you played the majority of the game. He maybe played more than half the game, so it's his win. I don't know. Something we'll, like we'll, that. I'll, I'll look it up when we have Cliff here. Uh, and we'll try and come back um, at the end of the uh, at the end of this podcast, right? Um, so, and we mentioned Cliffy there, Scott and Cliff. We're going to try and get him on uh, as always in the middle of the show, and he'll give us a little um, insight into what's happening around the UK. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Canada versus UK game coming up in May, uh, March or May. I think it's May. 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 It's a ways away yet. So we got wicked seats, and uh, really looking forward to that. Um, wh- what else have we got going here? Uh, we, uh, as I mentioned, the, we have the Clifford trade, which also brought in a uh, new backup goalie, who's proved pretty good so far. So should we let's let's box up trades for a minute? We'll talk about okay, trades yeah. in general in a second. How about we cover off some of the, the last couple of Leafs games? Yeah. Uh. So we we we've uh unfortunately missed a few. Um. And it hasn't gone great. We've been missing Cody Cece. Morgan Riley and recently Andreas When, when you say you missed a few, you mean there's been a, f- a few games since we were on our last podcast. Yeah, yeah, so I mean. And it's been up and down because we were on a streak. Uh, and it's been uh, it's been a bit up and down, a couple wins, a couple losses most, more recently. So let's let's cover off the last game that we were just talking about. What was the final score? Of the, that, that was the last time they played, wasn't it? Carolina, we played Sunday. Yeah. So and it's no, Saturday, sorry. Saturday and it's it's Monday today. The tr- uh, yep. trade deadline day. So Leafs went up one nil in the first period. Oh, so that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, carry on. Uh, yeah. So Alex Kerfoot scoring his ninth as a Leaf. Right. 
this season and uh, assist going to Jake Muzzin and Kasperi Kapanen. The the Canes score four uh, four goals in the second period, four straight goals to make it four uh, one. And then Ayres comes in. Um, John Tavares scores uh, to make it four uh, two. Uh, with assist going to Tyson Barry and William Nylander. And um, then Pierre Engvall scores not long after uh, to make it 4-3 with assist going to Tyson Barry and Kasperi Kapanen. And then in the third period, uh, they score two goals uh, to make the final score 6-3. And as expected, David Ayers got first star of the game. That's amazing. Yeah, he did get first star. That's another really cool thing about that game. Uh, Tyson Berry, we mentioned just there. So he's a trade candidate. The, uh, lots of talk about him um, bobbling around at the moment, but no news on that at the, as we speak. No, there is exactly. Um, I'm good. Uh, yeah, it's exactly 39 minutes left until the trade deadline. Right. Okay. So so loads of stuff could happen while we're on here, and and uh, if anything interesting does, we will let you know. So that was the most recent Leafs game. Then the game before that, we played against the Pens, I believe. And that was a that was a big win, seeing as we played the Pens before and we lost. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, so Leafs played the Pens, and in the first period there are no goals. Yep. Second period, Jake Muzzin scores uh, to, uh, with assist going to Justin Hull and John Tavares to make it one nil. Then William Nylander scores his twenty seventh assist going to Austin Matthews and John Tavares. Kasperi Kapanen then scores to make his twelfth of the season with assist going to Alex Kerfer and Jake Muzzin. And then in the third period, Zach Hyman scores with assist going to Mitch Marner and Jake Muzzin to make it 4-0. Frederick Anderson gets the shutout. That's a that's huge, right? Because uh, Freddie just desperately needs and deserves a shutout now and again. Uh, so yeah, that was a big win. So we're going sort of chronologically backwards. So we the Canes game was on Saturday. The uh, Pens game was Friday, was it? Thursday. Thursday. And, we played th- and we'd played the Pens just before that in a home and away series. Yeah, so we played them on Tuesday. On Tuesday, and that that score was less good. 5-2 pens. Yeah, so do you want to r- rattle through those? Uh, Well, I mean, the final score was 5-2. Yeah, who, well, who scored for Leafs? I don't care about the pens. <laughs> P- pens scored five straight goals. <laughs> That's what Five unanswered goals. Well, yeah. And, then and we clawed back two. Yeah, so uh, Austin Matthews scored, because you know it's Austin Matthews. Yeah. His 43rd of the year. That's good. Uh, with assist going to William Nylander and Jake Muzzin. And Kyle Clifford scored his first as a Leaf. With assist going to Jason Spezza and Marty Marincin. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, but still a loss. So last three games, lost, one lost. Uh, when do we play again? When, when do we play again? Yeah. Uh, we play Tampa tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, so Tuesday night. Uh, do you want to hear one good? We, we won uh, at the start of that week. Uh, not the Saturday, just past the Saturday before. Yeah, played yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. And uh, we won 4-2. So Matthew scored in that game. Uh, and then uh, Muzzin scored in the second period to make it 2-0. Nylander then scored to make it 3-0. Former Leaf Connor Brown scored to make it 3-1. Um, to, well, he, he plays for Ottawa anyway. Uh, Ottawa scored again to make it 3-2. And Mitch Marner gets the empty net. Assist going to Austin Matthews. Sweet. Awesome. Uh, okay. Um, fantasy hockey. You want to talk about that? Should we jump onto that for a sec? Yeah, so um, you, you want to talk about what happened in the past week? <laughs> in So um, just to remind people that have listened, or if you're listening for the first time, UK Hockey Fam has its own fantasy hockey league. Um, you can find it on the SBN app. If you've, uh, if you've got that fantasy sports app, they do loads of sports on there. We only do the hockey one. 
uh, we set up a league at the beginning of the season and held a draft and all that stuff, and we're joined in that league. Well, so we each have a team. Scotty uh, Antcliffe has a team, um, and uh, there's other there's players. Uh, Richie Cartwright uh, from Brack McQueen Bees is in there. Uh, there's players, listeners, family, friends, the whole lot. And um, so we've been talking about it pretty much every episode, and it has really tightened up in the middle. Yeah, it has indeed. <laughs> so so both Finn and I ended up, so, although we started the league and uh, and Finn runs the league, we were both rock bottom, uh, last and second last, for a good solid chunk of the season. And uh, we finally turned the corner since Christmas sort of thing. And have managed to lift ourselves off the bottom. I am duking it out with Scott for third place at the moment. And uh, Finn, you're hot on my heels. And I think in the middle of the table, the difference between sort of sixth, fifth, fourth, and third, there's only like 100 points, something like that, 120 points, 150 points, something like that. So it's all really tightening up in the middle. Um, So we also, our league um, just like uh, mirrors the NHL. So the trade deadline for our fantasy league was also today. Uh, it wasn't today. It was last Thursday. Oh, was it last Thursday? It didn't get perfectly mirrored. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Sorry. So we were a few days ahead for some reason. And did they set that or did we set that? Is it just the fantasy league? Uh, I can't remember. I think I think I tried to do it perfectly and then I didn't go back and change it. Right. Got it right. Got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we had our trade deadline. And so uh, Finn and I, <coughs> between us, assembled a massive trade of players. Yeah, we're basically hoping just to try and get in like the top three solidly. So we decided to make, a, uh, I could say, a god team, to be honest. Well, the thing is, is that <laughs> at the moment, we are battling one another to try and get into even third place. And so we sort of made a pact. That if we got to this stage in the year and the tread line, tread, tread, trade, tread, trade, trade, why am I saying tread? The trade <laughs> deadline, this is good beer. Uh, the trade <laughs> deadline uh, was looming and that we knew we had only one last shot. And, um, and so I was also speaking to Elliot, uh, who's a listener, um, who is, has been in first place by a million miles all, all season. He just assembled a, ma- uh, a master team. <laughs> and I was, I, was, I, was, I was speaking to him last week, and uh, and he's so far ahead that we knew our only hope was to um, who whichever one of us, Finn or myself, was ahead by the trade trade deadline, we'd keep that team and uh, do a massive trade off of the other team onto one team to try and somehow catch Elliot and close that massive gap that's between us. And so we executed a trade of about. How, how many players actually moved? About 16? Six. No, but... Oh, but, like oh, in, in From each team. So, so six from each team, so 12 in total. A 12-player a 12, a 12 swap in Fantasy League. Uh, <laughs> probably a rarely seen massive dozen people swapping right before the trade deadline. So we've assa- assembled the other team. Now, now, there is one major issue with this team that we've assembled. And that they is, all play on the same night. <laughs> well, there's that, and the reason that, that most of them play on the same night is because most of them are on the Toronto Maple Leafs. So the 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 catch with the, or the challenge here is is that the Leafs really are, we've pinned our hopes for our fantasy league to the fortunes of the Toronto Maple Leafs, <laughs> for better or for which, worse. Which, as everyone knows, is awful. <laughs> no, we we basically just traded all these Leafs guys because they're all doing really really well. Because if you look, if you look at Leafs players, they're not the highest um, point players in the league. Yeah. 
Um, but they're all like equally spread with points. So they're all equally pretty high up, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which means, so let, let me read out this trade just to, just to give good context here. So I traded Nikita Kucherov from the Tampa Bay Lightning, Mitch Marner from the Toronto Maple Leafs, Travis Konechny from the Philadelphia Flyers, Artemi Panarin from the New York Rangers, Kale McCarr from Colorado, and Neil Pionk from Winnipeg. Um, for Jakob Vrana from Washington, Zdeno Char of Boston, Brian Rust of Pittsburgh, Mike Hoffman from Florida, Phil Kessel from Arizona, and Jake Muzzin from Toronto. Some of those guys that I'd only just acquired as well. So we're really rolling the dice here, hoping that we've assembled a super team. So (laughs) if everything goes to plan, uh, one team, one of our teams, uh, will probably sink to the bottom, and the other one will rocket to the top. Do you want to hear the best bit about this? I'd like to hear any good bit. Oh, then, then... Okay, um, basically my, my team, which I basically just haven't looked at in about a week, yeah. is two points behind this one. I know, I was, I was <laughs> noticing that. So. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's uh, it's still all to play for. Elliot, if you're listening, I still think that you are well in there to, he's, uh, to win the league this year. I think he's 600 points in front of second. Now, um, while talking about fantasy uh, hockey, I wanted to once again um, do a quick plug for uh, this fantasy hockey league that um, reached out to us on social media. Uh, and they are called Ultimate Fan something or other. I'm just looking them up again here. It's terrible of me to have not looked it up. So they're, they're, the, they're, their handle on social media is uh, UFF Sports Official, uh, the Ultimate Franchise uh, Sports uh, Fantasy League. And so they've got this amazing um, hockey fantasy league where you can actually bid for, uh, I think through auction, online auction, and buy an NHL franchise. And uh, if you buy your franchise, you can you uh, you run a team like a proper uh, team owner. And uh, obviously they'll have their drafts and, and all their trades and everything else. It mirrors the NHL exactly. There's only as many franchises available as there are NHL teams. And I'm assuming that they'll cover the expansion teams as they enter as well. Uh, run by a bunch of great people uh, in Canada. Uh, the last time I spoke about them, I think I uh, mistakenly said they were in Kitchener. I don't know why, um, uh, but I believe they're in Saskatchewan somewhere. Uh, really great people, but ultimate franchise um fantasy sports the uff sports and you can find them uh definitely on instagram and twitter uff sports official all uh, all one word if you search them up on that you'll find them uh check them out it's a great idea i heard from them recently that they i think they had a franchise up uh on an auction if this sounds good to you and you're a fantasy a proper fantasy player and you want to you know you're in for a little money there's money um at stake there uh, prizes in the whole lot. Check them out. UFF Sports. Um, it's the ultimate franchise fantasy sports. Uh, give them a look because uh, it, it sounds really. It sounds like a really good thing. If we weren't all the w- twisted up in our own league at the moment, I'd definitely check it out. So so uh, give them a look. Where should we go from there? Um, a couple injuries from Leafs. We were just talking about Leafs. A couple guys out. It just reminds me from my fantasy team because I'm. Um, I remember that I dropped Janssen because he uh, he pulled an injury. Uh, so we got a couple guys that are out, yeah, are out out, aren't they? So Janssen is out for, for the season. Mm. Um, he's expected to mix, miss six months after undergoing knee surgery. Oh, crikey, that's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, and he was meant to be traded for like some beast defenseman. That's as well. like the big old Crosby injury. You remember? He was like, oh, well, his ankle, was, yeah, like a season or the better part of a season. Uh, yeah, as we also mentioned, Riley has been out for a while now. Uh, he's he'll be out for eight weeks. Uh, this was from January, so I believe he's about 
I, I believe he'll be back in about three weeks. Yeah, yeah. In theory. So maybe just before playoffs, see if we make it. Um, And then CC is out as well. I don't have his exact injury, but he's out for a while as well. Yeah, so injuries starting to bite just um as we head into uh, the crucial uh, time towards the playoffs. Anderson was out a game. Well, that's right, too. So for a game or a couple, uh, game or two, sorry, um, because of a neck injury. That's right. Which brought along the trade. Yes. What? So the, the trade that happened, the big, the, the main trade that happened recently, uh, was uh, Leafs traded Trevor Moore a twenty twenty third round pick and a twenty twenty one, I believe, conditional pick, um, for a third round as well. Yep. Uh, they traded that to uh, Los Angeles Kings for Jack Campbell, a really good backup goalie, and Kyle Clifford. Yes. Uh, who is really, really tough. Probably one of the toughest players in the league. And one of the only people I've seen to clean knock out Roman Polak <laughs> in a fight. So I like this guy. <laughs> well, I do and I don't because I love Polak. But um, but yeah, so we've talked on, on previous episodes about how the leaves are the leaf the Leafs are pretty exposed this year. The more that we've um, got these hotshot gunslinger gun um, forwards like Matthews and Marner and things like that, the more glaringly obvious it be, has become that those guys are pretty unprotected out there. The only the only sort of um, proper, uh, you couldn't even call him an enforcer, but tough guy that we had was Kadri and, and uh, we traded him away last year. Uh, so we need some tough guys and, uh, and Clifford could be our guy. He, uh, he fought in the Carolina game. And who did he go up against? Do you can't, remember? Can't remember. How did he do? He looked pretty good. Yeah, he looks tough. It was um, it, it was one of the things where the guy held his held his right arm, so he couldn't get the proper swings. But I yeah, reckon yeah. if if that guy hadn't got on like quick, yeah, that's it. Uh, which is which is something that we've uh, been desperately missing. So um, you know, if you think about think about the lineup there, who is actually uh even willing to throw down that often? Hyman. Hyman, Muzzin. Muzzin. Ka- Muzzin's pretty tough. Surprisingly, Kasperi Kapanen. He's been in a couple fights yeah, recently. Kapil dropped the gloves, but in terms of somebody dropping the gloves and in order to properly win. pulverizing someone. <laughs> Gilbert Clifford. Clifford could be our guy. So, um, so yeah, new goalie, new tough guy. Do, do you want to hear his amazing quote when he arrived? Yeah. Uh, so, Kyle Clifford was uh, was interviewed on adding grit for the, for the Maple Leafs, and his quote was, I mean, they didn't bring me in to outpace Austin Matthews and goals. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty good. That I, is a good. That is a good quote. I, I like someone who brings that in as their first one. Yeah. Um. So uh, a couple numbers for you here. Uh, Jack Campbell will wear a number thirty-six for the Leafs, and uh, Kyle Clifford will wear a number seventy-three for the Leafs. Right. And so the um and so two great additions and timely additions um because we are obviously it, as per usual the season drags on people get tired. And uh, injuries start to come thick and fast, so it's great to be injecting some talent where we need it at a time when uh, when we're getting stung by a bunch of injuries as well. So that's good. Good news on on Leafs. Um, do you know uh, one of the other things I was going to talk about? Okay. Uh, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah, I've I've heard of it. The thing is, I don't, I don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a clue of what it is. I don't, I I don't understand don't it. I know you tried. Like this sounds really weird because it's meant to be like a thing with the kids, and I don't have it, and you do. Yeah, yeah. So I have I, no idea how I it works. I don't even know what you know. So I got it right. So TikTok. Those people um, that are more in the know of this sort of thing than me. Is, uh, so UK hockey fam, we're on. So we're across social media. We've got a website. You find us pretty much anywhere. 
Um, but we weren't on TikTok, and I thought, oh, what's this TikTok thing? And so I looked at the TikTok thing, and I'm like, I don't know what it is, uh, but I'm going to open an account. So we've got a UK Hockey Fam uh, account on TikTok. And there's a couple of videos up there, too, if people want to see, because people only ever hear us, right? And uh, we throw a lot of pictures and stuff onto Instagram and Twitter. Uh, but in terms of video content, we're pretty light on the ground and that sort of thing. We might go for it. We've talked about going for a YouTube thing next, uh, maybe next season or something. Anyway, so I thought, oh, well, this seems all right. You know, I'll chuck a bunch of things on I can't figure it out. I don't even know what it is or why anybody would put anything on there or, or ever go and look on that. Do you know no, what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. So there's a couple cool, well, there's a bunch of cool hockey people on there that like hockey. Uh, and I found a few Leafs fans and whatnot that are on there and pretty, there's this one guy who's particularly funny, some Leafs, Leafs fan dude that puts some pretty funny videos on that. But other than that, I really, I don't get TikTok. It seems to, I, there's no, you know, on like Instagram, people become uh, social media influ- influencers on, uh, on Instagram and Twitter and things like that. And people actually make, you know, the millions out of it. These are people who have millions and millions of followers and and uh, influence people to buy stuff, and companies pay them, and all that sort of thing. But on TikTok, I mean, I don't, you know, there's no, there's no money there. There's no sponsorship deals or anything like that. As near as I can tell, there isn't. It seems to be people using TikTok to steer people from TikTok to either Twitter or Instagram, um, where they have, <laughs> where they have another account, where like, they have their main whatever. Like we, we struggle to, uh, you know, because we have normal lives and whatnot. Uh, we struggle to, to spread ourselves out and to be fair we probably const- concentrated on Instagram the most and so we got about 10,000 followers on there or whatever nowhere near that on Twitter and on TikTok it's ridiculous I got like 5 followers so if you're listening and you want to follow us on TikTok the TikTok whatever TikTok. it's called TikTok yeah TikTok, <laughs> that works too TikTok's more useful uh, <laughs> it would be if you want to follow us on there have a look that's got some stupid hockey videos on there uh, but all I, it just seems to be an exposition, uh, an, an exhibition of really bad tattoos. I think that's what it's about. Really? It's just people with hideously terrible tattoos and want to show everybody how bad their tattoos are. <laughs> Looking like absolute idiots. Yeah, totally. People that have ruined themselves with bad tattoos. It should be called Tat Tot or something. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, that's my tic- TikTok rant. But we are now on TikTok. Yeah, you should be bad-mouthing it now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet we won't be on there long. Uh, it's it's rubbish, right? Uh, <laughs> it's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fact you go. Yeah, we're on that now. It sucks. Yeah. yeah, don't look at us on there. We're terrible. It's terrible. Uh, unless you got a terrible tattoo. If you got an awful <laughs> Leafs tattoo, go on there and let us see it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, do you want to round off some signings and stuff as well? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. So so far, and I'm just gonna just refresh my social media feed just in case anything else has gone down while we've been talking. Uh, not really. Um, so <laughs> okay, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> if this is this just in nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know those signs that yeah, you see. Nothing happened. You know those signs that you see on like a on like an old building where it says like a fact about the old building when it was built and stuff and who who it was built by. Yeah, there were. I've seen ones where we live that say, like in 1972, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yeah, it's like seeing a road sign. It's like you know, 15 miles to the next sign. <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> completely useless in every regard. Right. Uh, anyway. So. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, Pierre Engvall uh, has been, who's been pretty good. Yeah. He's been uh, re-signed uh, for two years with to a total of 2.5 mil at about 1.25 per year. Dubas with the money bags out. Absolute legend. Dude is over six foot tall. He's getting he's the in, money. Yeah, 
Yeah, they remeasured. They thought he was five eleven. He's coming at six. I mean, his neck. He looks like I mean, some people nicknamed him the gazelle or the giraffe. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, he's got a really long neck. Does he? Yeah. Gosh, that's not a uh, that's not a real strength in ice hockey. Oh, it gives you the extra foot, you know. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Uh, no. Uh, also, uh, just today. No, not just today. This was um the Malgin trade. So he's been here since five days ago. Okay. Uh, so we traded Mason Marchment. Uh, he was a Marley's guy who played a couple games for the Leafs for Dennis Malgin, another forward, um, to play more of a depth role, and apparently he's been pretty good, uh, according to um, Keith. Right. So Keith and Dubas say he's pretty good. Uh, and then we also, uh, so this was today, uh, Dimitro Timoshov uh, was placed on waivers, and he's been claimed by the Detroit Red Wings. So uh, Timoshov is gone. And uh, trade, uh, we traded Michael Hutchinson, as we said earlier, for Calorie Rosen. Um, and that's, that's pretty much all the good s- trades and stuff for the Leafs so far. Cool. Okay. I'm, I'm really hoping for something good from so in the last 20 minutes or whatever. Yeah, it's tw- 19 minutes. Is that what it is? Uh, yep. 19 minutes left. Okay. Uh, I know that Cliffy's coming on in about, uh, three minutes. Anything that we can squeeze in before he jumps on to do his, his uh, UK roundup? I have, a, I have a couple cool things where, um, uh, so, so some retirement and uh, a couple milestones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know, I know exactly what you're thinking of. So, number one, Ovechkin. Yeah. Ovechkin hit 700 goals. That's big. He is top 10 all time. He's in the top t- top 10 scorers of all time. He's only 194 away from Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. He's looking old, though. Yeah, he is. Every he- time I see him, I think, jeez, he looks old. God, he's got it's, gray hair. It's because he's let his hair go gray. Yeah. See, if Rocket Richard would have had the old Grecian formula going that keeps your hair nice and dark. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> you have no idea what that means, but he used no. to be on TV. And uh, there's this stuff that you put in your hair, this uh, this stuff called Grecian formula. And if you're going gray, it, like, it's meant to um, bring your natural hair color back. Oh. And uh, and famously, uh, Rocket Richard was on this commercial where he was uh, coming out of the locker room and he was like, you know, looking his best in the suit and things like that. And uh, one of the, there's a ref there and he says, hey, Richard, 10 minutes for looking so good. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's not funny. It's, no, it's not, not funny good. when I tell it. <laughs> it doesn't even sound funny if you pe- saw it. People in the know will know exactly what I'm talking about. It was a really fr- famous commercial. Anyway, Ovi, <laughs> you need the Grecian formula, man. You're looking old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude hit 700 and you're just taking the Watson out of him for his gray hair. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. He's, just, he's not a leaf. That's uh, true. I wish he was. Be, be, would, would be great. You he know. would be my favorite player. And, and A nice Matthews Marner... Ovechkin <laughs> trio. Imagine. Pa- power play of Tavares, yeah. Ovechkin, Marner, Matthews. Who knows? Who knows? Um, no, uh, uh, Zdeno Chara ha- hit a big milestone oh, playing yeah. his 15th, 1500th game that's, in the that's NHL. That's loads. That's loads. Uh, so Warrior gave him some commemorative golden gloves with every single team he's played for on them. Oh, right. Yeah, he's he's made the rounds. So, yeah, so he's got the Bruins, the main, the main ones are the Bruins on the thumbs, yeah. and then he's uh, got the Islanders and the Sens. Nice and big there, too. So is he wearing them in the game? No, no. no, they're, no. Just, they're just for so, the trophy case. Yeah, so teams do different things for people's 1,000th game right, and stuff. Right. Like, um, I think it was Rick Nash got, like, a uh, like a solid silver stick that said, like, 1,000 on. Yep. With his um his uh, uh, sponsor or whatever, the blade ma- the people who make his uh, s- uh, sticks. Right. They kept his um, bespoke blade from, okay. from, from, from I, think, I think, his, like, first ever game. Right. 
and uh, they kept that mold and they made this this silver stick uh, exactly his height oh, with with cool. the same curve that he first his used. His height as well. That's a few tons of silver. It's a pretty sweet looking stick. I mean, it would go for more than ten pounds on <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, that's big money, though. Yeah, that is huge money. I, think uh, I, I, I must have played over a thousand games. In your uh, life or in the NHL? Uh, oh, no. Uh, yeah, I'm just talking career. Career, yeah. <laughs> so, coming up, new new team. We, did we talk about the new team, Oxford? Yeah. Oxford 84s last time? We did. New team up and running. And um, I've joined a new team, the Oxford 84s. And so, in tw- 2020... Uh, will be, I'm just trying to think here, my 40, uh, I'm I'm struggling with the math, something like my 45th season. Jesus. (laughs) And I have to admit, I'm struggling with my knees and hips a bit at the moment. You just got to hold on like two years. I know, I know. So we also, apart from our fantasy hockey uh, team packed, we also have a packed, which is I have to hang on playing uh, remaining an active player at least until Finn is old enough for the two of us to play on the same team for one season. I mean, th- th- then th- then you'll stop getting back problems from carrying the team because I'll be there instead to share the weight. <laughs> Believe me, if anyone from <laughs> from the Oxford 84s is listening, I am not carrying anything. I'm <laughs> at the bottom of the barrel there. But, uh, Completely joking. But, uh, but no, anyway, uh, um, I digress. Listen, we need to get Cliffy on. I'm just looking at yeah. the clock. Let's, uh, let's get... Well, we've got uh, a few more stories for after then, right? Yeah, cool. All well, right. let's get Cliff. Okay. So we've got uh, Scott and Cliff. Uh, This is a section of the show that we call Cliffy's Notes, and Scott joins us um, every episode to give us a little bit of a roundup of UK hockey and those sorts of things. Scott, are you there? I am indeed. Good evening, guys. Hey, great to have you on again, as always. um, I know that there's, um, uh, you know, it's a a good time of year for UK hockey and that sort of thing. There's there's probably been quite a bit of stuff happening. Um, Tell us what's happening around the league's yeah, so this is what we like to call the business end of the season. So now there's about 10 games left in the Elite League, and yeah, it's definitely coming down to the wire. There's uh, four teams really fighting it out in contention to win the league. Um, the Sheffield Steelers currently sit in top spot with 61 points from 46 games. Then just below Cardiff Devils are on 60 points. They've got three games in hand, though. Um, they played 43 games. Then in third place, there's the Nottingham Panthers, with 55 points in 44. Then in fourth place, there's the Belfast Giants with 40, uh, 55 points in 45 games. So very tight, very um, close at the top. So each game does really count. And um, even over the weekend, there's been some very close scoring games. So I'll, I'll just run through those as well. Great. Um, on Saturday, uh, Cardiff Devils defeated the Guildford Flames 4-2. The Sheffield Steelers bounced back from a bit of a losing streak. They lost four on the bounce after previously winning sort of seven in a row. So the Steelers have, have kind of really dented the chances a little bit with those four losses and four big losses as well. Um, they bounced back with a four-point weekend and, and they beat the Nottingham Panthers 6-2 on the Saturday. And then Manchester Storms beat the Belfast Giants in a shootout 5-4, so that's a big win for Manchester. Uh, Coventry shut out Glasgow Club on home ice 2-0. And Dundee Stars lost to the Five Flyers 3-1. Then on Sunday, Steelers defeated the Belfast Giants 4-1. Coventry Blaze lost in overtime to the Cardiff Devils uh, 4-3. 
the Five Flyers defeated Manchester Storm 3-2 and the Guildford Flames um, beat the Nottingham Panthers 4-1. So that helped out the Sheffield Steelers, certainly that win. But as you can see, you know, there's been some really close games and, and it's coming really down to the wire and it all makes for an exciting end to the season. It's fantastic, and I mean, uh, and it does sound like things are really hotting up. Um, people that uh, r- regularly listen to the podcast know that um, that you're based up around Sheffield, so are, are a Steelers fan. We, we we sort of adopted Steelers as as being one of our adopted teams that we support. So, what what are you thinking? What are our chances? I think you know Steelers have got a good chance. I mean, previously before um, the four game losing streak, the title and and was effectively in our hands in terms of. Um, the bearing of where it would go, but now we're relying on other teams and, and their results um, to go in our favour because if Cardiff win out all their games um, based on points, they will be champions. Whereas if Steelers win out all their games, um, we'll, we could still potentially fall short to Cardiff with their games in hand, what they've got. Um, so it's going to be close. I mean, it now is more reliant on how the likes of Cardiff do and how the likes of uh, Nottingham and Belfast do as well. So, if you'd have asked me maybe two weeks ago, I, I would have said to you, Shane, you know, Steelers are in the driving seat, and you know, we've got a really good chance. Whereas now we're kind of uh, on the back foot a little bit after the four-game losing streak, yeah. and, and it's certainly in other teams' hands. So, I, I wouldn't like to say, but it's certainly going to come down to the wire, and, and potentially between Sheffield and, and Cardiff once again, as it has been for the last few years really yeah yeah it sounds like it i mean obviously we just can't afford to put any more losses on the old spreadsheet no no so but it's, it's entertaining and and it's kept the fans interested i mean for parity of the league it's it's been so close this season and even looking at the table in terms of um from first position to uh sixth position there's only really 10 points in it yeah. and i mean there's a bit of disparity between the bottom teams in terms of five and dundee um, but even at the bottom end of the table, from 10th, which is 5th uh, in, in last position, to 7th, um, which is the Manchester Storm, there's only 5 points in it. So those teams will be fighting out for the playoff spots because the top 8 teams go into the playoffs. So even at the bottom, you know, there's going to be some really competitive hockey. Um, in these final sort of 10 games or so. That's fantastic. <clears throat> I know for sure I can always tell because um, we obviously follow uh, and are followed by loads of, of hockey fans both here and uh, and abroad on the likes of Instagram and Twitter. And my t- both of those, Instagram and Twitter, have just blown up about all of this hockey to do with Steelers and the clan and, and Cardiff and everything else. It, my, my, my feed is just full of UK hockey at the moment, which is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great to see, and it's, it's obviously good that people are talking about it, and it gets the word out there for potential new fans who might think about uh, making it to a game or two as well. For sure, for sure, that's fantastic. So that's uh, largely a roundup of the obviously the uh, men's hockey here. Um, Cliffy, you usually help us out with um, casting your eye over your women's hockey here in the UK as well. Any news there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, similar with the, the men's hockey, it's very tight at the top. Um, between um, the Brightmore Queen Bees, who obviously friends of the show, yep. and the Solial Vixens, who are you know they're really fighting it out at the top. And in terms of points, um, the Queen Bees have played 12 games. Um, bearing in mind that they do have a shorter season um, and not as many games as um, you know the, the men's men's game. Um, the Queen Bees have played 12, won 10, drew one, and lost one, and they're on 21 points. Uh, the Solial Vixens. 
They're in second place on 20 points, so they've played 11, won 10 and lost one. So it's really, really tight at the top. And then after that, there's the Guildford Lightning in third with 12 points from 11 games. The Kingston Diamonds um, in fourth with nine points from 10 games. And then you've got the Stretton uh, Storm with eight points from 15. And then you've got the poor, um, poor Blessham, the Nottingham Vipers, who I believe were promoted from the Premier Division last season. Uh, they've played 11 games and, and yet to win, unfortunately. Um, but tight at the top, and, and our friends, the Queen Bees, are you know looking good. And even in the point standings, um, basically the top 10, it's pretty much full of uh, Solihull and Brightmill Queen Bees players. And, and Rachel Carwright, who's a previous guest of the show, yep. uh, she currently sits in fifth position with 22 points from 13 games. Amazing. And then teammates Emily Harris in fourth, Catherine Gale in sixth. Um, and then the first three in the point standings are Jodie Bloom, Saffron Allen, and Katie Henry, all of the Vixens, and they're all GB women's players as well. So um, some you know notable names in, in the point standings as well as obviously the Solihull and um, and Bracknell at the top of the league as well. Yeah, some really fantastic hockey. I've been um, following uh, certainly loads and loads more uh, video clips and things like that turning up on Twitter as well. So uh, most of the great goals are now finding their way on there, which is a fantastic uh, boost for the sport as well. But some incredible, a couple powerhouse teams there for sure. If I've got the stats right of what you're saying, the top two teams have only lost one game each of the games that they played so far this year. Yeah, absolutely. And it just goes to show how, how strong those teams are and, and, you know, rightly so, they're fighting out at the top of the league and it's really going to come down to the wire with, with their games as well. So it'd be interesting to see how that one plays out. Fantastic. Well, um, it's probably timely to try and uh, get another one of uh, those team members onto uh, onto the podcast if we can. So maybe we should throw out a little uh, a call out and see if any of them want to come on. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've been in talks with a couple of players and um, it's just essentially finding time to do it because you know they've got busy schedules and 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 so have we with our lives but um hopefully within the next week or two we'll be able to um you know sit down and have a chat with uh, a couple of players and be good to maybe get get a soil player on and a um, bracknell player on on the same episode to kind of give you that um perspective from both camps really that's a great idea yeah we should definitely do that that sounds great Fantastic. Well, listen, Cliffy, um, I know time is tight because I think that you also do a a Periscope, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I do. Uh, Yeah, it's um, on my sort of Twitter page, um, at Cliffy Hockey. Um, And yeah, so, um, you know, people be jumping on there later and and we talk all things Elite League and and British Hockey as well. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, um, listen, thank you so much for, for doing a, a bit of a whiz around the UK leagues. We massively appreciate it. And the feedback that we always get every episode is that people really appreciate um, the, our, the leagues here being covered. So uh, it's, it's always great to have you on. Oh, great. No, it's uh, great to hear that feedback. And, um, you know, without obviously the listeners and, and the guys who, who listen to this and, and whatnot, we, we wouldn't really have a podcast. So, we you know, we're, we're grateful for their support and you know, it's great to hear those kind words, and as always, boys, it's uh, it's great to jump on and chat with you guys as well. Awesome. Well, thanks so much again, Scott, for coming on, and we'll look forward to having you on uh, the very next episode. Sounds good, guys. Take care. You too. Cheers. Oh, it's always so great to have Scott on the show. Scott Antcliffe, uh, he mentioned his Periscope there. He does a, a, a really great um, Periscope regularly, I think uh, weekly, maybe even more often. 
but he comes on the show every episode, and, and he's our man here in the UK. Uh, he's a player himself, uh, and people that listen to the uh, to the show know that um, I was lucky enough to skate with him and, and uh, the Sheffield Ice Tigers a couple times. Uh, great bunch of guys, uh, Scott Ancliffe there, uh, really appreciate him. And especially, we've always tried to, um, where we can, remind people that uh, there is fantastic uh, hockey being played in the women's leagues here as well. Uh, and as you mentioned, we've had Rachel Cartwright from the Queen Bees on, and uh, she's great. They're all uh, a great bunch of players, and so, uh, yes, we'll look forward to having um, some more players on soon. Finn, what else you got for us? Uh, I have a couple stories. Well, I have one main one in particular. Okay. Um, so, the oh. Canucks did this big retirement ceremony. Oh, yeah. They did this uh, the week of retirement for the Sedins. Yep. Henrik and Daniel Sedin. Yep. Uh, so they retired their numbers, but they also went back and gave special banners. You know how a team would just have, like, like for the Leafs, for example, just have blue banners with the number and the name on? That's right, yeah. Canucks did it for the for the players, for these players, with their name and number on them, whatever. Yeah. Um, but they also did it in the colors scheme of the jersey that they wore at the time. Yeah, that's very cool. Which is really cool. It's really cool. So they, they retired um, their, well, they, like, re-retired their three main uh, retired players. Okay. So they have three retired players, now they have five. Um, so they retired number 10. Right. Uh, are you, Do you know? Are you asking me who number 10 is? Yeah, don't look it up. Uh, I won't, I'm not looking it up. Uh, uh, Bure. Pavel Bure? Yeah, so you, you're the one that told me about Pavel Bure, so... Yeah, he was amazing. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, he was retired, uh, number 10, and he had his, you know, the, uh, orange and black one? Yeah, yeah. So they had that jersey. Uh, number 12, Stan Smeal. Okay, yeah. Uh, captain uh, and number sixty, uh, number sixteen, Trevor Linden. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember Linden too. And uh, finally, number nineteen, Marcus Nasland. Right, that's a that's a uh, hot roster of of uh, retired players there. Those but guys were all great. It, it was really cool because they had um they had uh four of the guys, no three of the guys at the um at the ceremony, and then uh, Bure couldn't make it, but he skyped them or whatever or something like that. What's Bure doing? Is he? A- coach or something or an in, owner or? in russia i think somewhere yeah i mean probably pretty difficult to get out there to get him from russia get him across from russia yeah he was amazing though uh yeah uh there was also an incident of the week oh with jay bowmeister oh yes yeah. so this was the 12th of february yep and he um the bowmeister incident the bowmeister incident <laughs> uh he uh he collapsed on the bench Right, he yeah. looked faint, and everyone was looking yeah. at him. He was sitting next to the goalie, saying he wasn't good or whatever. That's right. And he just collapsed. Right. And everything stopped. Uh, he plays for the St. Louis Blues, and uh, they were calling doctors straight onto the bench. Yeah. And what happened? Uh, he uh, he had a cardiac episode. Right. So so some sort of issue with his heart. And yeah. Uh, he I th- I believe he's okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Or, or recovering or whatever you know. Well. Uh yeah, these things happen, right? Yeah, but uh, it was kind of scary thing, and it, it was really sudden. I just saw it the other, well, not the other day. I saw it a while back, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was very, re- it's, very rare. It's to... really weird, though. The same thing with the. It's it, it's about as rare as having an emergency goalie playing a game. <laughs> oh yeah, it is, and it's a good thing that it's rare. Um, it, it's about as rare as as a forty two year old Zamboni driver beating the Toronto Maple Leafs. It is. Uh, it is about that. Well, actually, that's unique, but uh, actually, it's but rare. Yeah. For sure, <laughs> super rare, super rare. Um, what about um, what about uh, Perlini's nose? So this was a thing. So uh, this is Brendan Perlini. Yeah. 
So um, one of the one of the best uh, English players yep. for, uh, for Team GB uh, ice hockey is Brett Perlini. And uh, shame we just shame we just let go of Scott because he'd tell you all about it or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, so, I forgot to so mention it. Brett Perlini plays for Team GB, and his brother Brendan Perlini yeah. plays in the in the NHL for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. That's right. Which is kind of weird. I've always wondered why Brenda doesn't come play for GB, but I guess you know. Well, that's why would you want to play for GB? It's <laughs> the same with uh, our man on the Peterborough Peets, Liam Cook. Yeah, who's been on the show. Uh, he is also, we don't think, coming back for the GB game. No, as in no. Uh, so Kirk has come, 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 Kirk has come back to play yeah. for GB when he's available. When he's available to play, right? Even when Pliny's available to play, he won't. Oh right. Well, or he it doesn't. could be in his contract. You, you I mean, I, it could be. I mean, he plays in the, the NHL, right? Yeah, so for it, sure. it could be something like that. It could be something to do with member um, the NHL players when allowed allowed in the last Olympics. It could be something to do with that. Well, it could be contract, or it could be just you know he doesn't want to risk his career on a on Stream, a GB stream. game. It's his decision to make. No, yeah, it, I always find that weird, but um, I mean that's the thing. But he uh, he took a skate blade in the face. Oh and yeah! Ripped up his nose. That's right. So he went. I think, if I remember seeing this correctly, he just went down, and it was just a freak thing where the guy sort of went past him, and it was his the leg came his up leg or coming something, over yeah. or something that that just they, they the collided face. or something. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it took off a chunk of his nose. I think that's just like it's one of those things. You know, I was talking um uh some to, to some guys on on my team the other night about mouth guards, which they call gum shields here in the UK. And uh, most of us uh, still, well, almost all of us, um, wear uh, visors, so don't wear a cage, wear a visor, but almost none of us um, wear a mouth guard. And I have a professionally uh, made one that was made by my dentist or whatever, but I just don't get on with it at all. And the thing that we were saying is, is that it's, it's all good and well. Uh, you never think about it until someone's had their teeth knocked out, you know? So... You never think about the fact of how exposed your face is until someone's had their teeth mashed out, and then suddenly it's like, oh god, you know, maybe we should all be wearing mouth guards. And it's like skates as well, you know. Everybody tries to. You know, people that play proper competitive hockey get their skates sharpened every game or every every time that they're on the ice and whatnot. So you've got all those deadly razor sharp blades out there, and eventually yep. one of them's going to find their way to some flesh, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you just got to hope it's not you. Anyway, so, uh, but not a terrible one. Big old gash to his nose or whatever, and uh, fixed back up, and I'm sure he's back playing again already. Uh, I, I believe he probably is, to be the honest. Next, the next day. <laughs> yeah, next day. Later on that same game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just did it on the bench, because he's an absolute beast. Any other news? Have we missed anything? Have you have you seen the thing of the Canadian tennis player? Oh. Uh, have you seen oh, yeah. this? Yeah. Is it, what's it called? Gina, something? No, that's Bianca Andre- oh, Andreescu. Yeah, yeah, sorry, is that not who no, you're talking no, about? No, 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 no. Oh, right. No, I'm not, I don't, <laughs> so, I'm not sure who you're talking about. There was about. a thing going around because there was, there was uh, this guy. And I think, I Coronavirus? Think, no, I, th- I think this woman... Oh, something else going on. I think on. a Canadian woman tennis player did it in an interview as well. Oh, right. He, um, they were sitting in between, I don't know, what do you call it, sets? Yeah. Is that a thing? I don't know. What, uh, you, oh, what, in, what, in tennis. Yeah, you, you know, after yeah, a, yeah, a, after sets. a rally, like what is that? <laughs> I don't know what that, what that is. What do you call? Not it? that you're a, a single single sport focused guy. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I think it's a set. <laughs> set. So yeah, they have a break in between sets. Yeah. They're um, sitting there, towel. They were sitting. Down. He was sitting there after a set, and uh, oh, I know exactly. What you know what I mean? Now? Now, yeah. So he has a bottle of Powerade next to him, but he goes into his bag, and brings out a mini bottle of maple syrup, and just downs that instead. Yeah. Do you think that's just completely a thing? Uh, like a joke because he knew the camera would be right on on him 
No, because he, he, he very, very like clearly it. brings out a bottle of maple syrup and has a chug of maple syrup in between sets. I, I, I reckon it could be real. I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I saw a, a woman playing tennis player did it in a, uh, really? a another woman uh, who played for Canada. We'll have to. I do think some she, research. I think she did it in an interview as well. I think I saw. It is the life as a joke. of Canada. Uh, but yeah, I did not realize that uh, uh, elite Canadian athletes run actually run on maple syrup. Um, no, we will have to check that out. I do, I do remember seeing that though. That's cool. We should put that up and uh, we'll post <laughs> that up on social media. Yeah, try, I'll try and find it again. Uh, um, right, I think we should get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh wait, well, I got, got one last thing. You always do. I know. I always have one last thing. So this, I found this really cool. So um, there, there was a goalie who. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the band Nirvana, and there was a. So g- am I. I know you are too. I'm just saying. All right then. Yeah. Um, and, uh, for Kurt Cobain's birthday, yeah. which was the other day. Right. What did you, I got him the same thing I always get him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was four days ago. Yeah. And a goalie had, um, had his, uh, mask painted oh, with, uh, with yeah. Kurt Cobain on the side of what it. What goalie was Commemorative. that? Commemorative. Some, I don't like, beer league guy? No, it would, it would have been some guy in, like, the KHL or something, yeah. but, like, had a Kurt Cobain exactly. goal mask. Yeah, on the side. That's cool. We could put a picture of that up too on our social. It was really cool. I just found it really cool because you know it's like a b- big thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, two and, year uh, big things. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. We're looking at a picture of it here, which I know will be interesting for our listeners. Oh, uh, we'll put it out. It was on Bardown's Instagram, whatever. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, um, but that was good. And um, David Ayers played with the Leafs today. Oh yeah. He trained with the Leafs today, and I saw uh, this. Someone did a voiceover. Yeah. On Instagram again, we were trying to link it or something. Yeah. Um, someone did a voiceover of like him. He was in the net, and then he was like, "All right, uh, might be a bit awkward after yesterday, but uh, we'll just go over and say hi." Just <laughs> and like he skates over <laughs> to drink water. He's like, "Ah, uh, yeah, don't be nervous, don't be nervous." Goes over to drink water, and it's like looks and and he looks at Morgan Riley, but doesn't like it doesn't say anything. Yeah. But the guy voices over saying, uh, "Yo, so uh, what did you do last night?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, then like Riley skates off, and he's like, "Oh shoot." Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, yeah, that was another hilarious point that somebody raised was the fact that when you're the emergency goalie, you're provided by the home team, which means the home team pays your salary for that game no matter what happens. So the Maple Leafs paid him to... Uh, beat them. To beat them. <laughs> <laughs> so so oh, That's weird. a great story. Great story. Anyway, listen, uh, we should get out of here. A couple quick shout-outs to some of the um, people that we normally um, talk about. We mentioned uh, UFF Sports Official. Check them out. They're a fantasy league. Uh, check them out on social media. Um also, puck stop hockey. Uh, we had the good fortune of getting in touch with them recently. Finn, you needed some kit that we just could not get anywhere else. But of course, puck stop hockey here in the UK can get anything hockey related for for uh, anyone from anywhere, and uh, they sorted us out really quickly. Um, perfect item there. Thanks again, puck stop. Uh, they are located in Sheffield. Um, we've got uh, All Star Sports. Uh, here in Swindon, uh, who also take care of our skates on a fairly regular basis. A uh, great bunch of people. Uh, Beer League Republic, yep. uh, one of our favorite, favorite brands. If you haven't checked them out, t- take a look at them on Instagram. These are uh, a great bunch of guys uh, making some really cool uh, hockey-related stuff. Check them out on there. True Hockey, who set us up uh, with great sticks, uh, most recently via Herms Sports in London, Ontario, uh, you got to go by Herms if you're, if you're anywhere in uh, southwestern Ontario. Forget about your giant hockey shop in Vaughan and all those places. Get yourself down to Herms Sports. You won't be disappointed. Uh, corner of Warncliffe and Southdale. Southdale. 
check them out. Um, who else? Uh, Cross check clothing. Yep. Also making some. I noticed they're making really cool training jerseys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they're cross check jerseys, but they're yeah, making yeah. a sort of a black, uh, black and white home and away combo. That's pretty cool. Which is perfect for any um, any training session. Because you, you always need a dark and light. Yeah, you need darks and lights for scrimmages and stuff like that. So check them out. Get on the, the cross check clothing site. Uh, that's probably it. Oh, sports green. Yep. Still love the sports screen, guys. In fact, the sports screen was out just a couple days ago. We're back out on the UK Hockey Fan members, back out on the driveway here in the UK, uh, where it's snow-free and uh, on uh, on the old rollerblades and uh, ripping shots at the sports screen. It's still perfect, still one of the best hockey aids that we've ever had. So, um, Bionic Skate Blades... My favorite game. <laughs> yeah, it's I love them. They're so good. They're the jet speed behind Finn's nippy uh, performance, and uh, and I've got a pair too. Uh, if you haven't checked them out yet, uh, get yourself a pair of Bionic skate blades. They're better than Steps or anybody else you might hear of out there. Uh, but that's enough shameless plugs, I think, for now. Everybody who's uh, who's listening and tuned in, we really, really appreciate you coming back. We appreciate all the feedback. We get loads of messages uh, from people on uh, social media and also to our email address and even via the website you can check us out on our website as well the uk hockey fam you'll find us anywhere if you haven't um subscribed uh do yourself a favor and and subscribe because it just gives you a notification pop up when the whenever uh, another episode comes out and uh, we can tell sort of by looking at the stats here that people tend to uh, like to watch, uh, listen as soon as they come out. So do yourself a favor and uh, subscribe and you'll get notified as, uh, as soon as an episode is out. And we know that you're out there, uh, 55 different countries that we can see that you're listening to, uh, and we massively, massively appreciate it. So until next time, uh, have a good one and keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> see you next time. See you next time. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.